Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association, committed to conservation and careful management of the state's forests to make them more resilient and better habitats for wildlife. Choosewood.com. From the St. Louis Public Radio Newsroom, this is The Gateway. It's Thursday, October 1st. I'm Wayne Pratt. Voters in November will determine if term limits will be applied to more state offices in Missouri. Supporters say the restrictions are a way to help reduce the number of career politicians. Others say they could lead to the election of less qualified candidates. When you term limit them, you're imposing uh, potentially an inexperienced person into a place where someone may be doing an excellent job. We will examine the pros and cons of term limits in just a few minutes. St. Louis County is adopting state guidelines on nursing home visitors. Under the rules, nursing homes can resume indoor visits if they have not had any new cases of COVID-19 among staff or residents for 14 days. County Executive Sam Page says the health department has, quote, greatly reduced the spread of the virus in its long-term care facilities. Page adds that gradually relaxing visitor restrictions can benefit residents and their families. We know that loneliness and isolation can be critical problems for these residents, and a visit from a a family member can really make a big difference. Up to five separate visitors can be designated per resident, and a maximum of two people can visit with an appointment. Visitors and residents must wear face masks and stay at least six feet apart. Since March, more than 2,300 county nursing home residents have tested positive for coronavirus, and about 500 have died. St. Louis will announce guidance today for Halloween during the pandemic. Mayor Lida Krusen and Department of Health Acting Director Dr. Fred Eccles are planning a news conference. Illinois public health officials are advising that candy be placed spaced out on a table for trick-or-treaters. Governor J.B. Pritzker says that indoor haunted houses in the state will be closed. The problem is with indoor haunted houses, which tend to be very enclosed, uh, not a lot of open space, Uh, And as a result, the viral load can get high very quickly in a space like that. Hayrides, pumpkin patches and apple orchards can remain open in Illinois with social distancing restrictions. A federal judge has dismissed a lawsuit alleging a racist conspiracy against St. Louis Circuit Attorney Kim Gardner. Gardner filed suit in January accusing the city the Police Officers Association, and various other defendants of working together to block her reform agenda. The suit had its roots in Gardner's unsuccessful 2018 prosecution of then-Governor Eric Greitens. Judge John Ross writes that Gardner has failed to prove the defendants were acting together and their individual actions did not violate her civil rights. An attorney for Gardner says the ruling does not change the facts of the case and she will continue to fight until the, quote, truth of the conspiracy is brought to light. Opera Theater of St. Louis will invest $725,000 to recruit and train performers and administrators in professional opera. As St. Louis Public Radio's Jeremy Goodwin reports, Opera Theater wants to provide more opportunities for people of color and others. Opera Theater is launching a fellowship program for early career arts administrators from backgrounds that are underrepresented in the heavily white opera field. They will receive full-time salaries and benefits. General Director Andrew Jorgensen says he wants to equip fellows to work at opera companies around the world or here in St. Louis. 
And I'll also be honest that opera theater staff is almost entirely white. Our administrative staff is almost entirely white. I'm tremendously proud of the staff that we have, uh, but there's work that we have to do. Opera Theater will also commission new works from diverse composers and stage a televised concert featuring three young artists next month. I'm Jeremy Goodwin, St. Louis Public Radio. Missouri voters will decide in November whether to place term limits on all statewide offices except governor and treasurer, which already have the restrictions. While people believe term limits help eliminate career politicians and act as a check on lobbyist influence, Lucas Cooney-Mertz reports they could do the exact opposite. Missouri voters love term limits. In 1965, over 72% of Missourians approved term limits for the governor. In 1992, term limits for state legislators passed by an even greater margin. And this year, the vote on a constitutional amendment that would limit the lieutenant governor, secretary of state, attorney general, and state auditor to two terms in office. Currently, the governor and state treasurer are the only two statewide positions subject to these limits. Republican state senator Tony Lutkemeyer from Parkville sponsored the amendment. He says it will bring needed consistency to Missouri's term limits. But now, every statewide elected official, if it passes, will be treated the same way and will be subject to the same eight-year term limit. But other lawmakers, such as fellow Republican Senator Ed Emery, take issue with term limits at the state level. There are some offices that are very well run and that the voters really would prefer, I think, to keep someone in there with the experience. Emery, who terms out of the Senate at the end of this year, says limits on these statewide positions take away from the value of the office. When you term limit them, you're imposing uh, potentially an inexperienced person into a place where someone may be doing an excellent job. But considering how popular term limits have been in the state, University of Central Missouri political scientist Robin Coleman says many Missourians don't believe politicians are doing an excellent job. This is an ongoing populist sentiment that exists in the state of Missouri where there's an overarching concern about career politicians um, and how, you know, they may be tainted by lobbyists. On the surface, Coleman says term limits in general sound like a surefire way to weaken this connection between politicians and lobbyists. But research shows term limits often make this connection stronger. And that is essentially because you have newer legislators. These members aren't informed as to the legislative process. Right? They have, lack a lot of institutional experience. And some of them may rely more on the information that lobbyists give. Lobbyists don't go away. Emery agrees term limits have given lobbyists more influence recalling an eye-opening conversation he had with one. He said, Ed, before term limits, a senator would have never asked me about that issue because they always knew more about the issues than I did. Those of us that are in the legislature now simply don't have the depth of experience. Lutgemeyer, who is in just his second year of office, disagrees. He says a motivated lawmaker can get things done regardless of term limits. You have a legislator who's very driven, uh, somebody who works hard at the process and is really in tune with what their constituents want. Uh, You're able to accomplish things really early on uh, in your time in the legislature uh, without having to be there for 20, 30 years. But Luke Meyer's amendment only applies to statewide executives who are typically more experienced and don't write legislation. Still, Emory doesn't see much benefit to term limiting these positions. I have a hard time envisioning any specific value to that other than possibly just for the voters to know that every eight years they're going to have to to have a new slate of people to vote on. Coleman is also skeptical. Going through the history of Missouri statewide executives, she notes those who have served more than two terms are rare. For example, of the state's past 15 lieutenant governors, 
Only one has served longer than two terms. It seems to me as if this amendment is on the ballot without any prevailing problem associated with it. Lutkemeyer disagrees. He points to former Governor Jay Nixon's long tenure in more than one office as an example of why this amendment is needed. You know, Jay Nixon, who is the former Democrat governor of Missouri for two terms, immediately prior to that served as the state attorney general. He served for 16 years. He served four separate terms. So certainly uh, in very recent history, we've had somebody serve as attorney general for a very lengthy period of time. The Secretary of State's office, which runs elections, says requests for mail-in ballots must be made by the second Wednesday before Election Day. I'm Lucas Cooney-Mertz. Shula Newman is the executive editor of St. Louis Public Radio, music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. I'm Wayne Pratt. From the St. Louis Public Radio newsroom, this has been The Gateway. Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house.